0: The progressive voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil show for your Friday. Good to have you with us today. 952-946-6205. 952-946-6205. I have talked numerous times about the Penn Center, which is located down uh, in uh, the low country of South Carolina, St. Helena's Island, and the... The, the site is such an important site because there was this unique situation that happened. After Fort Sumter fell, the northern troops went in, took over the Beaufort Harbor area, and basically occupied it for the entire Civil War, right at the very beginning of the Civil War. And so instantaneously you had freed slaves who had not been emancipated yet— and became and this became the, the a kind of a, a testing ground of how do we take the the African Americans who had been slaves and move them into society. The Penn Center was founded, and it is such an important site not only for the history of that, but of course as uh, the importance with as uh, as a site for Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, where he was there, there was meetings there. He wrote speeches there, a very important site. And I highly encourage you to go visit it if you get the chance. Uh, Buford itself, that whole area is just spectacular. And it is one of the most important historical sites in the country, hands down. Joining us is someone I've had on the air a few times uh, is Dolores Pringle. She's the chair of the board of trustees for the Penn Center. And we're bringing her on today because after I checked in with her, when I was down in South Carolina last week, we found out that there is a little bit of an update on a story we talked about over the holidays on one of the holiday interviews and she's kind enough to join us today to talk a little bit about that. Dolores, thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Oh, you're welcome, Matt. And thank you for having me. It's always it's always nice to have you on the air because yeah, this is it's just it's 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 lovely to talk history. It's lovely to talk history of a site that a lot of people don't know about, but you find out what a linchpin of it is, what a what a pivot point of American history it is. Uh, it is just a wonderful uh, w- wonderful center. I imagine you guys are are, are looking forward to in the upcoming year here.
1: Yes, yes, we are. Uh, and uh, uh, so much going on this summer. And Penn Center is always a very uh, busy, busy place. People come to us from all over the world um, uh, uh, to visit Penn Center. And so this is our very busy, we're going into our busiest season.
0: Uh, we'll talk a little bit about this and why a good, a good summer trip for people is to head down to St. Helen Island and, and go visit this. But I did want, let, let's go back to what you and I talked about, because when we talked in December, it was at the very beginning of this fight. And we have to kind of lay forward a little history here because people don't understand what an abomination a request for a gated community and a golf course on St. Helena Island really is until you understand the history of the island and how after the African American population got their own land was farming their own land people were coming in and trying to gobble it up and trying to turn it into these luxury houses and stuff like this it's been a fight that you guys have been on the forefront for a long time making sure the 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 African American landowners from the post civil war area Understand that value of that land and make sure that that land doesn't go away because developers are always licking their chops at the idea of getting in there and building stuff.
1: That's right. And St. Helena Island is such a place of national significance. Yes. Um, you know, you've got a living Gullah Geechee culture there, uh, deep roots of of self sufficiency, land ownership, and connection uh, to land, on small working farms, maritime heritage, and Back in um, 1999, um, the islanders themselves um, looked at what was happening on what we call south of the broads on the south side of the county with Hilton Head Island, you know, with just all of the golf courses coming up, all of the traffic, you know, all of the the building, the gated communities, um, and not a, a true sense of, a real community there. And they said, we don't want to be like that. And so what they did was that they created what they called, uh, what what we call the CPO. It's a cultural protection overlay. And to protect St. Helena uh, uh, from that kind of uh, development. And it was um, passed by, uh, uh, enacted by the county. And it has been in place for, you know, over, Twenty years, Um, and uh, then now, here comes a developer um, from 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 Boston who wants to take a very very beautiful um, a golf course and develop and and develop golf course a golf course and develop and and develop golf course a golf course and gated communities. And the, um, the Gullah Geechee culture does not do well with gated uh, 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 communities because it, den- it denies, denies them access. And they are accustomed to having access to the waterways and, um, you know, to fishing so that they can fish and crab and shrimp. And, um, and so, they, like I said, they did, really did not... Want that model over that that we have over on Hilton Head? Yeah. There's no real sense of community on Hilton Head, and I'm not just trying to beat Hilton Head to death, oh. but um, and and the CPO has protected St. Helena Island from that kind of development for over 20 years, and now it's being threatened because this developer wants to come in and amend the CPO, mm-hmm. um, so that uh, he can build a gated community, and he can build an, uh, a golf course. Mm-hmm. And so the community is up in arms, and this is what they are fighting.
0: Well, and let, let's go over a few things. First of all, he's from Boston, but he's a Wall Street – it sounds like a Wall Street guy. So he, we, we, yeah. let's, let's put this – and he does not have any natural – it's not like his family's from the region or anything. This is, a, this is a guy that's coming down to make an investment there. Even though he's saying that he's going to be down there, there really isn't a connection, Correct.
1: No, no uh, connection. So. No, no connection at all.
0: And and, and never,
1: oh. never came to the to the to the community. Uh, uh this has been going on over a year and uh the community just found out about all of this like maybe I would say 3 3 or 4 months ago. Mm-hmm. And but in the meantime this guy has been um, meeting with county council people, taking them out to lunch over 50 meetings and you know we're trying to get through the Freedom, uh, Freedom of Information Act, um, the, uh, the content of, of, of those meetings uh, that took place mm-hmm. with county council people. Um, but um, the com- community, you know, just happened to find us out, and this is when they, they started organizing mm-hmm. to say, you know look, we have a ordinance protection for St. Helena Island that's been in place for over 20 years. And you're just going to come along and amend it, and you know without the community's input of the of the say so of the community. So then um, the county said to Saint Helena Island, well, we will allow you to uh, uh, to strengthen. You can strengthen uh, uh, the CPO. So anyway, they've been working on strengthening the CPO, and uh, but they're still you know all about playing some some little tricks and trying to. Yeah. And loopholes and ways in which they can get a um, get around uh, the cultural protection overlay. Well, and uh,
0: and if I if I can step in here, I mean it's okay. We've I mean, this is nothing against Hilton Head. It's Myrtle Beach. It's Panama City, Florida. We've seen these areas before. Lots of build up. Lots of you know, lots of you know, rentals. Lots of you know, gated communities. Lots of chain malls, stuff like that. That happens because Beaufort Harbor. Is just geographically, it's not easy to get there from Hilton Head. It's not been developed, and but I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of developers that are looking their chops at this because they want oh, to absolutely. get in. Got to get in there. The other thing I want to mention is, let's take a few moments if you can, and talk about the gated communities in the South because, as you know, hey, I know that there are some that are really nice. But this is really the modern version of a bit of segregation that's going on out there where it's generally wealthy white people are able to get in with their gates, with their guards, and minorities are not allowed in. Uh, Jewish people are not allowed in. This this is as much as as some people don't like to admit this. This is kind of how the South has kind of created the new segregation, which is these gated communities, which are designed for them versus us, and that is the absolute antithesis of what Saint Helena's Island really represents.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and Saint Helena Island is so. Uh, um, foreign to the to, to that kind of living um you don't have all of those you don't have those gates you don't have people living behind uh 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 gates you have people and and a very in a diverse population you have people uh you know living on the island you know people have land um uh, they're not on top of each other but they just they're not accustomed a to being restricted that way and um, and even on, um, on Hilton Head, you know, when all of these gated communities came about, um, th- you know, you've got cemeteries that were engulfed in, in, uh, uh, behind these gates. There are so many people now that uh, the natives who, on Hilton Head, when they want to go visit their uh, family members, their mothers or their fathers or their grandparents uh, uh, at the cemetery, they've got to g- get permission. To go through a gated community in order to um, get to uh, uh, a, a long-standing cemetery that has been there, and you know, and again, Saint Helena is not accustomed to living like that.
0: No, and well, and, and also going back to the history of Saint Helena, when when once again, if you don't know the history of this area, when the North came in in this area all the white slave owners took off. So basically, right. they basically abandoned their land. And I did like the the tax trick the the, the, the USA did there. It was like, well, you haven't paid your taxes, so we're going to take over land. And so they did. And they looked at the, the... And they gave the African-American population, the former slave population, the ability to buy land. And when That's you right. drive on ha- St. Helena Island and a lot of these islands out there, you still see the same exact plots of land that were handed out earlier. Earned by the African Americans, earned by them, that their families have been on for well over 150 years. And they Absolutely. have been working this land. And, and, and so the idea, and these are open areas. This is not The idea of a gated community in a place like this is, it, I say it's like a living history museum, but it's not like Yorktown or something like that where they live in ye old days. This is literally living history going on right now there. And yeah, the idea of a gated community there isn't just a nightmare. It
1: is. It is because Saint Helena is just so culturally and ecologically and historically significant, and uh, uh, into the culture, and, and 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 they go hand in hand. You know the environment uh, uh, and, and the culture. So then, if if this is allowed to happen, more and more of this will will happen on Saint Helena if that CPO goes. It it is going to become Hilton Head. And the the, the funny thing is that the uh, people on Hilton Head are, are saying, we don't want to become Myrtle Beach. We don't want
0: to be Myrtle Beach. <laughs> oh, Saint Helena does not want to be Hilton Head. <laughs> I got news for I got news for Hilton Head. Well, they're they're a nicer version of Myrtle Beach, but they're still a lot more <laughs> like Myrtle Beach than they are like the Beaufort Saint Helena area. Uh, and by the way, the thing which is amazing because I went out to Hunting Island while I was down there, and just which you have to go over Saint Helena Island to get to Hunting Island, which is a fantastic state park, lovely beaches down there. You can right. see exactly what we're talking about if you do the ride down US twenty one here. To go to Harbor Island or to Fripp Island, and Fripp Island is a full gated community. Harbor Island as well has got gated communities on it. You can see exactly what it is, and it changes the dynamic. What you know, it's is Saint Helena Island is just this magnificent thing where it's just not Hilton Head, and it's not. Harbor Island, it is not Fripp Island, it's not these overdeveloped, it's, it's, it's just this wonderful area with, with. and we should also mention, not only is, of course, the Penn Center there, they got the that that remodeled Fort Fremont, which is a uh, Spanish-American oh, war site, yeah, that's, that's yeah. out there, which is really cool as well, I mean, it is just this magnificent preserved place, which, frankly, I don't care which coast you're on, the East Coast, Gulf Coast, West Coast, you don't see this that often, and if you lose it, it never will come back.
1: Right, right. And county council ought to feel good about protecting it. They really should. Yeah. I mean, they should, um, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, and, and um, the purpose of the CPO is is clear and it's pure, and, um, and it has worked over uh, 20 years. And so um, we shouldn't have to have this fight. But um, in the last, um, I mean, just, you know, this past week, um, with the vote that we had two critical votes that occurred, one with the Land Use Committee, um, you know, uh, in terms of affirming the CPO, that went 10 to 1. We were a little bit frightened there because they did go into executive session. And we weren't. We didn't know what you know what was going to happen. But they came out. You know, ten people uh, affirmed the CPO going forward to to full uh, council for a vote. But then we went went to council. One person uh, from the south side of the county, and I'm gonna call his name Cunningham. Sure, uh, Councilman Cunningham tried to uh, uh, stop the vote and uh, prolong it, but he was overruled. By the majority of the county council and they voted uh uh ten to one um to affirm the c p o but now that's the first reading now we've got another reading coming up uh on the on the twenty fourth mm-hmm. and then there's a third reading, so those are critical for us mm-hmm. and um we've got to keep trying to work to make sure that we have uh council um the council vote on, on those on the second and the third reading
0: well and we, let's take two things here one uh I, w- I made a few phone calls as a media person just to find out what was going on and i helped discover the fact that they've been having these meetings with this developer uh kind of off the record per se right yeah and and stuff and we also know this and this is one thing that you i've seen it i see it up here in minneapolis st paul minnesota you see it down in south carolina with you you see it everywhere. I guarantee you there's a lot of meetings that are going on right now to try to change those votes to a go-ahead-with vote. I'm glad the county commission did look at the CPO and say, you know, hey, this is pretty – it seems to me that, that there might be a legal airtightness here that really helps you out, which I, I, I'm hoping that that holds on the second and third reading.
1: Oh, I hope so too, but we are preparing uh, uh, for uh, for court – just in case, you know, we're not resting on our laurels. We are, uh, because we feel as if, you know, uh, 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 prior to now, you know, people have gone before the county council and they've made arguments for just what you you and I have talked about for the past uh, 10 minutes, Uh, uh, um, the beautiful uh, area, um, you know, the the, the fishing and the crabbing and the shrimping Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, how long the, the, the... Land has been in in families, in, in families, but now we're doing a um, we, we, we're switching gears. The fight now is becoming legal. Mm-hmm. So, at, in the next uh, reading, council reading, we are going to have attorneys there mm-hmm. to talk about the specifics, of the legality of this, uh, because we do anticipate that this may end up in um, in court. if you know if we don't get we need um, we need six votes Mm -hmm. on County Council Mm -hmm. in order for uh, 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 for us to sustain this this um, uh, the CPO now on this first reading we had more than that but I I don't know that we have that on the second reading so we are really working very hard and um, if for some reason The CPO is not upheld. We are going to be in court.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you—I think bringing in legal advice on this one is a good thing. I was up at Congaree National Park, the the, the national park you have in South Carolina there, which is those uh, South Carolina River bayous, that someone was smart enough to say, these are almost all gone. If we don't preserve this one, they will be all gone. And they did. The same exact mentality should exist to St. Helena Island, where— if, because I, I've driven from Charleston down to Savannah. I've driven um, in other places as well. What you got there is is rare, if it exists anywhere else. And if you don't preserve it now, and I, I, I hope that the the county council does come through and backs you on this because. If you don't, if you'd preserve it now, I think it's going to tell people that this is off limits, that this is not going to fly, that you need to find someplace else to put your your subdivision or your gated community. But the reality is, is that it's you're talking about such a unique environmental place, a unique historic place for the, the Gullah community, the African-American community, the Native American community, the, the, the just pure beauty of the island. It's a gorgeous little island that's there, which is not. Covered with chain restaurants and gas stations, which is lovely, and and I think that that's that's the important thing is that you know preserving what you've got there is got to be a key. And considering as well the Penn Center is there, that's the right. last, that 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 should give it the provenance. I'm surprised. Has any of the the national politicians there in your state have they have they said anything about this? Considering the prominence of the historical site that's there, that this should not happen. We
1: have uh, um, we have not uh, gotten uh, the national politicians involved, and it may be time to do so. But we have gotten state-wise uh, politicians involved. For an example, the governor is against what they're trying to do. The governor is 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 on the side of the community, and he's written a letter, and uh, and he talked about it in his State of the State address, and um, the um. um um well let me split it this way one national the, the 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 US House of Representative um um uh, uh, um person uh Nancy Mace who represents uh the area in the US Congress she wrote a letter she's against this mm-hmm. and 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 all of, and we and all of these are republicans yeah and uh, and then we've got people in the state legislature, you know, like our state senator, and 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 our uh, uh, of course our, our local state representatives. They're all against this. But I mean, the actually wrote a letter against this. Yeah. And um and, and um but in terms of national beyond the the uh, the U.S. House rep. Um, we have not gotten, uh, you know, uh, f- uh, support, and I don't know that we've worked to get support. But this is that that may be the next round uh, to to go make to go national with this thing.
0: Oh uh, well, maybe it, maybe it's time for uh, maybe I'll make a few calls too of some of the Minnesota reps are there because we have to preserve this. They're U.S. House reps; they should be there to help the United States. And maybe I should, you know, I'll, maybe I'll push a few of our guys to get in touch with Nancy Mason and say, how do we preserve this? Um, so second, third reading coming up, I'm going to make sure we get an update on those on how those go. Um, all my best on that, but let's take the last thing I want to take a time here for is, uh, it is summer. Uh, it is a fantastic place to go. Uh, that whole Beaufort, Port Royal, St. Helena Island. It's just magnificent. If you're looking for a fun place to go hunting Island beaches, as good as you get as far as beaches, that's for sure. Um, what do you guys, do you have anything special coming up at Penn center over the next few months that people should keep an eye out for?
1: Well, yes, we, we have uh, a great uh well right now we do have a, a great exhibit in uh in the museum. It's called um Slavery by another name and that's gonna be up until about July and then we have after that we have a wonderful um uh curated exhibit of our uh very own um Sam Doyle, who is a uh self taught artist and a very um, renowned. I mean, of course, Mr. Dahl is deceased, but his artwork is highly collectible, and Penn Center owns more of his pieces, I think, probably than almost anyone else. And we are going to have a curated Sam Dahl exhibit, and people will, will enjoy um, um, g- coming to the Sam Dahl exhibit because Sam uh, painted uh, 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 his beloved uh, St. Helena Island about life, on his uh, on St. Helena Island, and um, and that's going to be a very good uh, exhibit. So people will be able to see that, and um, we will have other uh, cultural uh, programs going on. We will have a symposium on uh, Hastings Gant, um, the former slave who provided the land for the building of the of the, of the school um, as it is now, where it is sited now and um, um, and that's going to be in um, in may and um, and we'll have other special uh, history and cultural programs going on mm-hmm. that people can take uh, advantage of, and also mm-hmm. wonderful tours that that are are, are all, always going on year round.
0: The the history there is dripping. I mean, it is so rich. It's so full. It's wonderful too. I mean, and it runs the Native American history, uh, the Revolutionary War history. A little bit further up in Buford, um, you know, the the history with the Penn Center. You can't beat it. It's a great place to go. Uh, PennCenter dot com. That's PennCenter dot com is the the website for the Penn Center for all the information Dolores has mentioned there. Dolores, all my best. Uh, By all means, keep fighting the good fight, and I'll see what I can do to help you out as best as I can up here.
1: Thank you, Matt, and thank you for your support.
0: Always, always. I, I I love your site, and it's just a blessing to have been able to visit it, and uh, i got to do everything I can to help preserve it because that one's an important one, for goodness sakes. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You got it. Uh, Dolores Pringle uh, with the Penn Center. She is the uh, chair of the Board of Trustees Penn Center located on St. Helena Island, which is, like I said, it's—the idea of putting a gated community on that island is— And I got into a discussion with one of the county commissioners down there, and I said, you don't put a Walmart on the freaking battlefield at Gettysburg. There are certain things you just don't do, and you don't put gated communities on an island, which basically is symbolic of breaking the chains of gated communities, per se. You just don't do that. We'll take a break. Come on back. 952 946 6205. 952 946 6205. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.